What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you with six biggest sales mistakes that guys make and how to avoid them. Number one, not managing expectations. When a client expects something and doesn't get it, they most likely will not buy from you again, or they will cancel their, their recurring charge with you. They will not give you a referral, and they might even badmouth you to other people. And in this day and age, they might even badmouth you online, whether it is with the Better Business Bureau or whomever, okay? Either way, you want to have the majority of your clients satisfied. You're never gonna be able to satisfy everyone. But if half of your clients or more are upset with uh, your services or your product, you've got a big problem and uh, your product or service is never going to be able to, to get to the level that you want it at, okay? Now, for example, I've got a book on how to get laid on Tinder. I say this is for guys 18 to 35 who are already like sort of decent or average looking. Okay, if you are significantly um, below average looks on the sexual market value, if you're over 40, if you're overweight, this is not for you. Okay, you can um, check out the free stuff on my website on how to raise your sexual market value, how to lose weight and do all that stuff and come back. But for right now, it is not going to work for you. And that's something that I learned through, you know, years of, of dealing with guys since 2012. And so I had to add that to the sales page because I don't want guys buying the book and, um, and, and and thinking that this is how it's gonna go. Now, this separates me from a lot of guys who are just writing something, they don't have any type of expectations, they're just talking about like, they're just selling, they're like, this is gonna get you the dream girls, this is the magic pill, et cetera, et cetera. And that might get them more sales in the short term, but it hurts their brand in the long term, and it kills that that customer. You want that customer buying from you for, 5, 10, 20 years. I want that guy buying the seminars that I'm going to do. And, you know, as he makes more money, maybe the expensive personal coaching that I'm going to launch. Ideally, I want every customer for as long as possible instead of just that like short hustle and, you know, the burn insurance. Okay. It's, it's, it really comes down to building a brand versus a hustle. Now, if you're working for someone else, if you're working for a corporation in a sales job, your hands might be tied. Okay. I worked for, you know, a lot of corporations and it almost always I was never able to manage the client's expectations to the way that I would have wanted it to. Cause I'm like, I know the back office is probably going to mess up their invoice, but you know, the, that was one of the motivations for me to be able to, um, start my own business. Okay. Just one of the, uh, the many reasons why it's awesome to have your own business because you are able to manage the expectations and manage all the sales material. Number two, not charging enough, okay? If you're in sales, you need to be aiming for six figures. Sales is too hard and too stressful to be in if you're not aiming for six figures. Um, if you are in your own business, you definitely be, need to be aiming for six figures because not only do you have to sell, but you have no safety net and you are taking a lot more risk and you're working a lot harder and working a lot more hours. Also, guys, I mean, the way the economy is right now and, you know, with everyone living on credit, if you don't want to live on credit and you don't want to, you know, um, and, and you want to still be comfortable, you've got to be, you got to be aiming for six figures, if not more. I mean, if not, you know, 150, 200, um, you know, this is all living life at the optimum. That's, that's what we're about. And uh, it costs money. Okay. So 
you're not charging enough, if you're charging $30 an hour, dude, you're going to be broke. There's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, if you're in a coaching business or in an hourly rate business, $100 an hour is the minimum you should be charging. Okay, that's the minimum. Um, ideally, you should be charging $200, $300. Um, a guy by the name of Dan Locke, who's a, who's a good uh, performance coach, he charges $5,000 for the original consultation. He charges $100,000 for the year. Um, Dan Pena charges $20,000 for his five-day seminar. Tony Robbins charges a million dollars for a year. He only works with five clients, right? That's five million from five clients, right? They're charging a lot of money because they deliver a lot of value, okay? If you're, if you're uncomfortable with charging $100 an hour or something like that, you have to look into yourself and say like, am I really good at what I'm doing, okay? If not, then you have to get to the point where you're comfortable charging that, where you're like, I'm, I'm and, and that's the minimum, okay? Like, my coaching is going to cost more than that, and it's going to continue to cost scale up as my brand gets bigger. Um, but and, and 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 yours should as well, okay? Like you, you have to make sure that that one, you're really good at what you do. Um, two, you're not too afraid. You know, you, you feel comfortable with that pricing. You're like, I am worth that. And three, you're in the in the right market. So, for example, my market right now is very wide. It's pretty much every guy from 18 to 50 can benefit from my stuff. But I'm, I'm aiming for broad, but when I actually release my coaching, that's going to be narrow. That's going to be like the top 1% to top 0.01% of guys who are going to be able to afford my services because they're, they're going to be entrepreneurs. And, you know, the av you know, the 18 year old guy that's watching this, who I also want to help is not going to be able to avoid or um, afford my coaching and, and, and I'm not aiming for him. So I'm just aiming for the top of my market. All right. If you're in personal training, okay. And you're charging $30 an hour, that's the bottom of the market. Not only are you going to get, make no money, but those guys are going to be the most problematic clients. You want to be aiming for that $300 an hour and, and going around to, you know, guys who own hedge funds or, or guys who are, you know, my buddy Phil made a lot of money in personal training and he lived in this in the center of the city of London and and his clients were all guys who worked in finance okay right obviously you want to go for the 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 guys who have the most money and they're not going to think twice about paying you $300 an hour when you're selling the result of losing them like losing weight okay same goes for um if you're if you're selling real estate okay it takes the same amount of effort to close a $700,000 deal as it as it does to close a $10 million deal which market do you want to be in, right? Like you should always be aiming. If you are selling time for money, aim for the top of that market, okay? Because it literally takes the same effort. It takes the same effort, same amount of time to train someone for $30 an hour as it does for $1,000 an hour, okay? That's the reality of it. And if you're not, not charging enough, it's either comes down to two things. Like you feel wrong about charging that much, which is okay if you're not good enough, but if you are good enough, you should feel very comfortable in what you're charging. And if you aren't good enough and, and you're and you're still going for that lower level, it's like, okay, well, what do I have to do to get really good and be able to charge that much? Because otherwise, I don't think you should be in that business. Yes, there's gonna there's there's plenty of people charging thirty dollars an hour, okay? But for you guys, when I'm talking about lifestyle optimization, it can't be you because you're gonna be broke that way. All right.
gotta be, you gotta be aiming for that hundred dollars an hour. And people that are, are going to be good clients aren't going to balk at a hundred, 200, 300, you know, even more. They're going to be like, well, if, of course the guy's good. If he's charging $10 an hour, I know he's garbage, right? There's no way he can make it. Okay. Not charging enough. Number three, not putting the price up front. Okay. So this is like sort of relates back to old school sales strategies. It was like, okay, you're calling the guy and if you give him the price, he's going to call up your competitor and now he has your price and he's going to get any, and he's going to use that against the competitor. Okay. And this is like backwards, old school scarcity mentality pricing. Okay. Anybody can get a price right now. All they have to do is go on their phone and, and look up, you know, they're going to see millions of different prices, whether it's for your services or for your products. Um, and, 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 and even then, I don't think it's relevant. I want to, when I'm, when I'm going to a guy, I want to know his price right away. That's like one of the first things I want to know. One thing I hate is, is guys, they've got a website and they've got, you know, what looks like a decent service and there's the sales page and then it's, Hey, send me an email and, and fill out this form and, and I'll see if you're a fit for my coaching services. And if you are, we can get together on a strategy call. It's like, okay, basically he's using the false qualifier and then he's, we're going to get on a quote unquote strategy call where he's going to, he's going to sell me. And then that's where he's actually going to give me the price. And then he's going to go through all the objection management and all that. I can't stand that stuff. Okay. It's like the guy should know exactly what the price is, right? The guy should know what the price is. And then if he's interested, then you can reach out or he can just buy right there. All right. Same thing if you're calling someone and you're, how are you going to close a guy if he doesn't know what the price is, right? If you're like short to even midterm sales, give the guy the price or give him different prices for different packages. When I worked in sales, I would get the price out of the way almost always on the first call. Like if the guy was somewhat interested, I'd be like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do that. All right. Because you think that you're getting somewhere when you don't tell them the price. You're like, I'm going to warm them up. Okay. Then two, three, four calls in or whatever. And then he, here's the price. I was like, Oh, he's like, that's a, you know, and, and the price is out of his budget. It's like, you've wasted a ton of time. Also, it's annoying to the guy who's, who's interest you're trying to get. Like I want to know the price right away. And at the end of the day, if the guy's going to buy from you, if the guy's interested, he's going to buy from you. Okay. And, and if the price is within his range, he's going to buy from you. Don't think that telling him the price is going to put him off. And if you've got one of those sales pages, put your, put your price on the sales page, dude. Okay. I'm going to have my coaching page rolled out maybe a couple weeks or a month. And right there, it's going to say, here's the options, you know, X amount for an hour, another for a month, another for three months, another for six months. That way I know, like, if the guy's like, uh, like I, I would never just set the guy up and then have, have him on a strategy call and try and hard sell him onto it. Like the, I, could, I could have a hundred guys getting on that strategy call and they think that I'm going to be charging $30 an hour, right? It's completely waste my time, completely waste their time. I want guys to know that it's going to be expensive up front. And so that just weeds out the 99% of guys that aren't going to have the money or, 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 you know, the interest or whatever to, to pay for it. Okay. Which goes back to the, the, um, the second point, which is charging enough, right? I'm just aiming for that top 1% to even top 0.01% of my market, maybe like five clients a year, maybe 10 clients a year. That's all I want. That's all I want. 
that's all probably all I'm going to have time for because I still have a, I have so much stuff I want to do with the brand, and 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 that's the mentality of it, right? So get that price up there so the guy knows what it's about, all right? Number four, not asking for the sale, okay? Can't close if you don't ask for the sale, period. You cannot close deal if you do not ask for the deal. Very simple. A lot of guys are ashamed to ask for the deal. It is business. Sales is business. You have to sell, okay? If you're ashamed, it means you have a totally, you totally misunderstand business. And maybe there's a part of you that's kind of like, anti-free market or anti-capitalist and that that's the kind of programming that you've been raised with but let me tell you something without sales everything you see would not function housing people would not have houses smartphones food shelter clothing water this is a free market economy without sales none of that exists without sales you wouldn't have been able to be born because the company that your parents worked for would not have had any money no companies would have had money Okay, you have to sell to survive. And anybody that's upset at you for selling them, okay, assuming that you're, you know, reasonable and you're not, you know, um, aggressively high pressure and, and, and all that stuff, which by the way is a, a really bad way to promote your brand. Um, that person is dumb and it would never be a good client anyways. Like if I'm if I'm looking at a guy's site and and there's a link to a sales page and I click on the sales page, of course I'm gonna get sold. Or if there's sidebar links for for you know his products, I'm like, of course he's doing that. How else is he gonna be able to make money? Of course, right? Um, someone's upset about that is is first of all would never be a good customer. Would probably never pay for anything anyways. Um, and. and it's just the, the mentality, you, you have to eradicate that mentality of being ashamed to ask for the sale. Uh, I saw this in, in, I was watching PewDiePie's videos. Okay, if you don't know who PewDiePie is, I'm proud of you. But he's basically the biggest YouTuber and he's getting demonetized all over the place. So he's, you know, mentioning that he's got this, this uh, computer that's been built for him by a company and this chair. It's like a $400 gaming chair. And he mentions it occasionally and like, He's just getting attacked from everywhere for, for mentioning this chair. It's like too expensive. You sold out. Because his his he's got so many fans and so many of them are young, are young kids and they're just brain dead. They're like, well, you sold out. Well, he got demonetized. He's been doing videos for like seven years for free entertaining you guys. He's he's getting he's not able to make revenue for that. And he's occasionally telling you, I like this product. I use this product. I think it was it would be good. Right? And he's sort of feeling ashamed of it and he's trying to defend himself, right? Because he, I can tell he's kind of the guy, he's never had a job, he's never worked in sales. He's, he's ashamed to sell. If it were me, I would be like, anyone that has a problem with that, please unsubscribe to my channel because I don't even want you watching my stuff, right? Compare that to, to my man, Grant Cardone, who's selling every, you know, two minutes within his his um, content and he's got actual ads built into the video of people that have sponsored his stuff. He's got his books everywhere. And I know that going in, I know when I'm watching a Grant Cardone video, I'm going to get sold and he's not ashamed about it. And I'm not, a, uh, and I don't hate on him at all for it as a, as a, as a viewer. I'm like, I think he's smart. Okay. That he, that's his brand. He's the sales trainer. So of course he's selling you. And um, in re in return, I get free content. 
right? So it's a good deal for me. I'm happy to watch that. I'm like, okay, I have to watch him sell a little bit. I don't care. And that, anyways, the way that he sells is, is you know, he is enjoyable. He's just a charming guy who's not ashamed to sell, okay? Now I'm somewhere in between. I've already dropped a few of my products. I've already hinted about what I do on sales pages, but I don't, I don't go too hard because um, that's just not my brand, but I'm not ashamed to sell. I'm also not super in your face about it. I'm just like, this is what you, this is where it is. You know, if you want to check it out, go to revolutionarydesign.com slash products and check out my stuff. See there, I did it again, but it's never going to be over the top. It's just find, finding your place, but don't be ashamed to sell and, and don't be afraid to, to ask for the sale, especially if you're in, if you're in outbound sales um, or you're, you're doing coaching and you got to be on the phone getting people or emailing or, or, um, you know, you've got a Facebook ad that's getting people to call you. You've got to ask for the sale. It doesn't have to be on the first call, okay? But it doesn't hurt to have it on the first call. It depends on how long your sales cycle is, okay? If your sales cycle is like relatively sh short, the first call, if it's mid-size, maybe the first call, or at least some kind of push towards the next, or pushing towards the close, whether it's getting a meeting or getting another call set up or, or something along those lines. Um, you have to know for your industry, but, but asking for that sale is super important, okay? Once you've got the sale, number five, this is when you've got the sale, number five is not upselling or cross-selling, okay? You've got the client, you've got them in, ask them for different stuff. I, uh, I moved over to a new sales platform specifically because the ones that I were on didn't have the features that I wanted. So I moved over to SendOwl, which has Upselling, it has cross-selling, it has one-click upsell bef before the guy buys the product and after. Uh, it has abandoned cart emails, so if like you had it in your card and then you you walked away like a you know a week later, I'll be like, hey man, I saw you were checking this out. Sorry, this is an automated email. Just want to let you know if you come back, um, there's this package deal you can get between these two things if you're interested, and. That increased my revenue by like 20%, and it took me all of like 20 minutes to set up. Okay, for your business, if you have different packages or you have um, different products you can add, definitely, you know, after you close the guy or whatever, and you're talking to him again, you know, say, hey, I got this other thing for you too, you know, or, or you know, or cross selling or whatever, however it's gonna go down. I mean, the hardest thing to do is get a new client. Right? So when you have a new client, you want to be able to um, get them to buy as many products and services that are relevant to them. Right? It only makes sense. And again, it's about not, not being ashamed to ask for the upsell or the cross-sell. Anyone who gets upset about being sold is a loser and is not ever going to be a good client and has no understanding about business. Okay? I, I'm, I'm saying this within moderation, obviously. Like, you know, you're not spamming the guy or whatever, but like if, if he's on a call with you and you've managed his expectations and, and you know, you weren't hiding the price and all that stuff, I mean, he's going to expect to get sold, right? If I go into Best Buy or wherever, the ones where they're commission only, um, I expect that guy to sell me, right? I expect it. And then in my head, I'm going to be like critiquing him. Like, oh, he should have said this. He should have said that. Like, I'm not going to get mad at the poor guy who's making 40 grand a year who's doing his job. I mean, like, People who have that mentality don't understand business. And at the end of the day, they, they would never buy from you anyways, right? They're the guys who probably go torrent it, 
you know, like that, that's the mentality. Um, don't be afraid to upsell and cross sell. Very important. Last point, number six, asking for referrals. So you've managed your client, you've made an awesome product or service, and you know, if the guy's at the end of his term or the end of his contract or whatever, or even during his contract, just say, hey, if you know anyone, um, you know, who wants to lose weight or wants to do X, you know, please, please send him my way. I, I'd be um, super happy if you could do that. And maybe you can even give the guy some kind of a discount or you give him like, um, you know, X amount off that month for every referral that he brings in, you know, kind of like an affiliate commission, something along those lines or some type of free service. Like you can have a business without even being online or, or cold calling it at once you have enough clients because, because you're able to just generate those referrals and word of mouth is still the best way to get clients. Word of mouth. If my friend tells me something is really good, I will look into it and I, I'm, there's a, so much greater chance that I'll buy it than if I hear about it from any other channel. And it's the same with both people. Okay. Referrals will be probably the most effective way that you can get new clients and new business. So definitely make sure you're asking for those referrals. And that's it. If you have any more interest in sales, guess what? I've got just the book for you. It's called How to Sell. You can check it out over at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash products. And if you want to see how to get hired in corporate sales, how to survive in corporate sales, how to thrive in corporate sales, how to actually sell, and then how to transition into your own service business. That's the book for you. Even if you just want to learn how to sell on your own, I've got a ton of stuff on that in there. The stuff that's actually effective, the stuff that sales trainers won't tell you because they're trying to present how happy and fun sales is. I tell you what it's really like, what you really have to do. And if you're interested, check that out. And as always, you can check out the rest of my content at revolutionarylifestyledesign.com, iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, soon to be many more places. And I hope you found this enjoyable. Let me know what you think in the comments section. And as always, I wish you all the best in your personal development journey and much love to you.